Welcome to episode 89 of Just Another Knicks Fan. Hosted by your host, Jack F. Yeah, we in the building, baby. Yo, fucking NBA right around the corner, yo. I is amped up as a mo effer, yo. For real. But there's a couple things that I'm not really amped up about. Uh, some of my stocks is tanking like a motherfucker, yo. Like Philly, you know, when they was trusting the process. I'm going to continue to do the same thing, man. Even my stocks, you know, take a little hit out here, man. Crypto. On a little bull run with my little portfolio. But I feel like, yo, personally, the crypto always goes on a bull run around this time of the year. So I'm, I'm going to see how that market performs and, and all that. And hopefully, you know, my T-stocks come back. Hopefully, it's not over for T, you feel me? T as in AT&T. I know they cut their dividend stocks in half. I know that. Uh, they got a little plan. They're going to you know, provide some other shares of their new company, et cetera, et cetera. Shit. Supposed to be talking about the Knicks. And, motherfucker, yo, I'm just hype, yo. I'm hype. Like, fucking last Saturday. Yo, motherfuckers balled out, yo. It was amazing to watch. Kevin Knox looked like he was ready to uh, get a contract extension. And that was a beautiful sight to see. Um, I also appreciate his honesty. Like, yo, the Knicks might just fucking trade me. Uh, like, he's brutally honest. And honestly, like, he might just need a new beginning. But just for his sake, yo, like I said, hopefully he just got his shit together. Because I know he's not whack, son. Damn, I didn't want to, like, make that noise while recording the podcast. But, yeah, he's not whack, son. Like, I, he just, I don't know. Like, he's not whack. I know he's not whack, son. Like, he, I know he could ball. But let's see, let's you know, hopefully everything works out the best for him. Knicks playing against the Celtics opening day. That shit going to be a movie. I know Knicks got one more game. Um, one more preseason game, probably the 15th. The closest preseason game out. And the preseason used to be about seven, eight games, and now it's just four games. Uh, shit weird. But it is what it is. And at least the NBA season, it starts sooner. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But I just wonder how many spots our NBA players got because those extra preseason games that they were able to show that they were NBA worthy or contract worthy, things of that nature. But we'll never know now. But I will continue to wonder. You call me the boy Wonder. Bruh. And being able to play the Celtics, I was also thinking about like Marcus Smart's a player that you hate playing against, but you wouldn't mind having on your team. And hopefully McBride, McBride could be that for us moving forward. Provide that spark, you know, just straight gritty NYC play out there. Be active, you know, hit timely shots when possible. And yeah, just basically, yeah, I'm not expecting him to save the team or nothing, but I, I know he could provide some form of energy that maybe Kemba, D. Rose, and quickly can provide. And I'm particularly thinking about that on the defensive end. So I'm excited to see what what you know element he could bring to our team. And I think it's great that he's going up against Marcus Smart, his first NBA season, regular season game. I'm like, hey, man, it's like, it's like he's looking in the mirror, literally similar hairstyle, similar play style. Hopefully, and I think Marcus Smart will give him some solid sound advice if he hasn't already. And looking forward to that matchup. Not the Tatum and Jalen Brown. I'm not looking forward to that, man, motherfuckers. Tatum behind game winners on his leg is nothing, bro. That should be so annoying. 
going, son. But he's nice. Tatum's nice. So is Jalen Brown. Uh, I like both of them. I don't know who's better than who, but they're both nice. Like, if you think Jalen Brown's better, oh, he's overall defender and he scores. All right, cool. If you think Tatum's better because he's a solidified, just that dude, like that bucket getter dude. I ain't mad at you either, man. Like, yo, the Celtics got some gems over there. I'm glad that that's a good first regular season matchup for both teams. It's a great way to start the season. And Kyrie, yo. Kyrie. The Nets dead ass. Um, I guess they abandoned him. They banned him from the team. They wanted him. They said you can't be a part-time basketball player because... The way I'm looking at it, like I said, he, he automatically can't play 43 games, including the two games at the Garden. So he's down to 39. Can't go to Canada. So it's 37. He can't play none of the, the West Coast California teams. So you go from 37 to, like, Warriors, Clippers twice, Lakers two times, Lakers and Clippers two games, 35, Warriors 34. So you're looking at, like, potentially 33 games he could play. And... I guess that they that's mentioned some shit about like chemistry issues or they want to build a routine and all that shit. Be on the same footing moving forward and all of that shit. Alright, cool. But I just felt like yo, he's in thirty three games is gonna be pretty useful, man. Cause at the same time, yeah, he probably can't play in the playoffs. He probably can't. Yo, as long as you like helping Kevin Durant and Harden not burn out. For those 33 games, like, that's still helpful. You know, the Nets, I ain't gonna lie, they got a great rookie in Cam Thomas. He a baller. So they're gonna be all right regardless. I don't know if they're championship worthy, the Nets, is without Kyrie. But they're still my favorites to come out the East with or without Kyrie. But I don't just don't think they're capable of winning the championship without Kyrie. That's just my thinking on it, on this situation. And in terms of Kyrie and totality... Uh, like I said, yo, it's a tough position, man. If if you, like if he does get the vaccine, I'm not mad at him because he's trying to secure the bag, and at the same time, he's trying to secure his peace of mind. And sometimes that just comes at a cost, yo. And this one's gonna be a hefty financial cost if he follows throughs and doesn't get vaccinated. But at the same time, you know, Kyrie's in a position where a lot of us sort of dream to be, and that's have. Uh, a lot of fuck you money, and you sort of have the ability to do, you know, whatever you want to do, as long as you're not hurting nobody, as long as you're not breaking the law substantially, and yeah, like he he could say he could walk away from the game right now, and I think live a perfectly fine life, but the only drawback is like yo, he's such a great talent, it'll be. Not fair to to the basketball fans. I don't. I even think to himself like he's such a great basketball player. So fun to watch. You know, for him to walk away at such a young age, and over a situation like this, it'll be tough. It's tough. Um, like I said, he is one of the most talented players that I've seen, and been a pleasure to watch. Even though I hate how he performs against the Knicks, he always. Turns it up another notch when he plays against the Knicks. But that is what it is. But like I said, he's in the position where a lot of us dream to be. And that's to accumulate fuck you money. And, you know, enjoy every day. 
as much as we can on our terms. Damn, that truck is mad loud, excuse me. It's a garbage truck. I know the sound of a garbage truck. So, that's what it is with Kyrie, yo. He's in a position where a lot of us, you know, dream to be half millions upon millions. And, and honestly, just do what we really want to do. And that's not even being ignorant. That's just waking up every day and just trying to enjoy life as much as we can. But for Kyrie, you know, he, he's looking at the spectrum a little different in terms of how he view things. I'm not saying that he's taking anything wrong or he's taking anything right. I just don't know what he's thinking. Like, I don't know if he's thinking what I just said to you guys, but I just know a lot of us would like to be in that position where we could just determine our destiny because money is not an issue. And whatever we control, we can control. But as far as Kyrie, like I said, I don't know. I thought he had finesse a system. I thought he had a way to to beat the system when the Nets building practice facility was called a private company, private owned, whatever that shit was. I was inspired. I thought, oh shit, Kyrie about to change the game on motherfuckers. But then the Nets pulled a fast one on him. So it's going to be very interesting. And Kyrie, yo, it's crazy because, like, yo, yesterday we had, um, to call that shit, the fantasy draft. And one of my dogs drafted Kyrie, and everybody was like, yo, why you draft Kyrie, dog, so early, dogs. Like, he had no idea that Kyrie can't even play the home games. Like, he was an all-for-real dog. Like, he was devastated. And now, this morning, you know, we got this news that Kyrie can't be a fucking even a part-time player. So, I know my dog is tight that he picked Kyrie, yo. I know he was like, why did I even do this, yo? Like, I know that's how he feel, but you never know. Like, if Kyrie changes his mind. Solid pickup, because you know Kyrie won't give you at least 25 and 5, uh, statistically. You know, a bunch of array of moves on the court. They don't count as fantasy points, but if it was Street Valley 1 or 2, Kyrie would definitely be leading the league in that as well. So I know my boy was tight. Yeah, I looked at my team that I drafted compared to some of the other teams that my dogs drafted. I feel like I might be alright, but I feel like I might not be, yo. I'm like, every single time I look at my draft, all I'm drafting, I feel good. And I look at everyone else's team, I look at my team, I'm like, oh, I could have done better. Could have done better. I had the second pick of the draft. I picked Luka. Um, I, for some reason, I wanted to pick Harden. But I ended up picking Luka. I was like, fuck it, man. I'm picking Luka. Because I, I don't know. I just feel like Harden, outside of last year, he's a very durable basketball player. He's usually on the court. He's showing up. He's balling. But he usually plays 75 to 80 games a season. Look, I just feel like they might try to, you know, put all the pressure on him to succeed. So I don't want him to, like, I guess get hurt or, like, oh, oh man, my shoulder hurt. I'm going to rest a little bit. I'm going to take it easy this year. That's what happened when I picked Westbrook one time. I picked Westbrook, and all of a sudden he wanted to be this team-oriented player. Like, nigga, fuck all that, bro. Just... Ball out, ball out, and put up fucking fire stats that helps me win fantasy, bro. Like, don't be on that uh, for the betterment of the team. Um, distribute the ball more. And, nah, 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 bro. 30, 10, and 10, bro. Fuck all that. So I picked you second, bro. But, yeah, I got to do a better job of drafting, man. I was looking at some of these motherfuckers' team. I was like, whoa, I should have done that. I should have done that. But, you know, my last pick, I picked up Carmelo Anthony because that's my guy. Out of respect, I had to pick up Carmelo, Anthony. 
I ain't gonna lie, he look good in that that Lakers uniform. That shit look good on him. And he looking good right now, man. He fucking 17 points in the preseason. He's playing within the Florida offense. So hopefully Vogel don't lie to us, man. Vogel's like, oh, he's going to be an intricate part of the team moving forward. Hopefully he's not lying, yo. Hope that shit is true. Because I want to see my dog shine, yo. Another thing that devastated me was I was about to pick R.J. Barrett on my fantasy team. And someone picked him right before me, son. I was like, God, God damn. Come on, let the dude last one more pick, yo. So I could have picked up RJ, but it was like, nah, nah, I'm going to take him. So I couldn't do nothing about that. But I did end up taking Mitchell Robinson. I had to have some Knicks players on that, yo, on that team. But, yeah, it was just Mitch Robinson. So hopefully, and I was thinking about D-Rose, thinking about Campbell. I, I just, it was tough because you don't know who's going to really end up shining. It might just be quickly. So I hope they all shine. Fuck all that, you know. I don't mind being wrong. But... It's a lot. It's a lot. It was a lot of pressure, man. I wanted to pick Julius Randle up, and someone picked him up right before me. I was like, "Fuck!" Every single time I, I was trying to pick up a next player that I like, Julius Randle, RJ, someone took him right before me. It's like, cause you know I'm a Knicks fan. I, right, oh, we, we, we're gonna, we're gonna take that away from him. We're gonna take RJ and Julius, you know, away from him. But it's all good. I mean, I'm gonna be in two other fantasy leagues, so I'm gonna make sure I get Julius and Rand- Julius and Randle. Julius in one of them and RJ another one of them. And see see how my teams do. But I'm glad I did this fantasy draft yesterday and evaluate everybody's teams. I just realized, yeah, I got to get better at this shit, yo. I wonder why I come in fourth and fifth and shit. But a lot of times, it was because of injuries too. So like, But at the same time, injuries happen to everybody. So can't really make that excuse. Can't really make that excuse, yo. But got two more drafts. I'm glad I learned from this one. But moving forward, I got to get better at that shit, yo. It's like I'm giving money away to charity every fucking year I play fantasy. The way I'll be drafting. Draft day, Johnny Manziel. Five years later, how am I the man still? I don't know, bro. But you don't know, Drake. But NBA season right around the corner. All of my Giants offensive players on Sunday just got hurt. Just got hurt. I was like, fuck. One minute, Saquon just land on somebody's foot, brutally sprained, high ankle sprain. I know, I know a sprained ankle like that when I see one. Daniel Jones got concussed. Galladay got hurt. All of our other wide receivers already hurt. But my boy Tooney, number 89, yo, everybody was mad at him. Like, yo, why we drafted the dude? Yo, why we, why we pick him? Motherfucker had like 185 receiving yards. And I was still proud of the Giants for showing up the way that they did because they didn't need to. But they competed hard, but this shit look like it's about to be another lost season. But one thing I will say is, ah, I fuck with Daniel Jones. I think he's here. I think he's the real deal. I think he'll be the Giants quarterback moving forward. I think we have that answer figured out that we have a quarterback that we have that we can move with moving forward that could be the franchise QB. Saquon, he is that dude. He just got to stay healthy. I know he's probably going to be out for a couple of weeks because that sprained ankle looks serious. But he's that dude, too. Like, I don't get it, man. We got a solid quarterback, Daniel Jones, solid running back, Saquon Barkley. And now we got Tooney. And then we still got Gallup. Like, we got a solid fucking team. But we just, we got talented players, but we just suck. Should make no sense. Should make no sense. But somehow, the Giants game do be lit for the most part. For the most part. The only game that wasn't really that lit this year was 
Giants versus Broncos. I mean, it was lit for the first, like, 50 minutes, and then the game was good. Yeah. It was a Giants game going down to the wire. Be crazy. But this one, it was like, uh, It's like your energy was just being sucked out of you little by little, but they kept competing, man. And first, Saquon got hurt, like, damn. Giants still competing. Then Danny Jones got hurt, they're like, damn, but they still kept competing. But, you know, Cowboys, motherfuckers got squad, I ain't gonna lie, so... It was also a better team, but also a healthier team. But, you know, if the Giants were able to execute on a couple of plays in the third and fourth quarter, that could have been a much closer game, and you never know what could have happened. But um, I'm not surprised that the Cowboys won. And um, it is what it is. For the Giants, I just, I just at some point, man, I hope they get it together, yo, because I keep thinking every year, next year, they will get it together. But they don't, and it's frustrating because I feel like they've been building the right things, man. Daniel Jones was a good, a good fucking pick. So was Tooney. So was Thomas. He looked ass last year. He's been looking much better this year. Galladay was a good pickup. Um, yeah, yo, like the fuck, yo, shit just not working out. They're not not a trash team. On 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 either end, they're not a trash. Like we got solid players. Just fucking lose, yo. Sucks, sucks. No, I gotta. I had a couple other things I really wanted to elaborate on, but I didn't really get to. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Dave Chappelle stand-up because everybody up in arms about that. Not like in a bad way. Well, some people are. Not everybody. And then also, you know, Ben Simeons. I heard Ben Simeons is reporting the camp. So that's another thing I, I, I didn't get to touch upon, but uh, I will on the next episode. But as far as this episode, yo, man, I, my, my fantasy team... It's alright. It could be better. Uh, we're gonna see what's up. Um, the Lakers. My boy Melo on the Lakers. I hope he does well. You know who else I want to do well on the Lakers? Malik Monk. I want to see how Malik Monk do, yo. I I I think I was hoping the Knicks was able to pick him up, but uh, we wasn't able to. But it is what it is. It's all good. And excuse me. Are we gonna you know it's it's gonna be a wrap for this episode. Uh, like I said, I wanted to pick R.J. Barrett to have Julius Randle on my fantasy teams. Uh, I feel like, you know, my, my draft compadres conspired against me to make sure I didn't get them too. But I got Mitchell Robinson, even though he hurt. And going to see what's up this season, man. We eight days away, baby. Oh, shit, man. I forgot Kawhi not going to be balling for at least the first half of the season. So uh, get well soon, Kawhi Leonard's And your boy Jack F., just another Knicks fan, episode 89. We up out of here, you heard? Skirt, skirt.